0: So I've got a big challenge for you guys but before we get into it I want to talk to you a little bit about what's in store in today's podcast. Today we're going to talk about how to identify and fix your mistakes using journaling. Now I know this is boring. I know a lot of you guys hate journaling. You don't want to do it. It's a waste of time but That's also the reason that many traders are failing because, well, the small things, the things that actually help you become successful are thought of as being insignificant, a waste of time and not worth the effort. So if you're someone that's struggling in your trading and you haven't been doing these small things, maybe starting to do them is the key to success. But anyway, back to the challenge. I want you to spend 90 days trying out what we talk about in today's podcast, this is where I'm talking to about the before, during and after journaling technique. Now, I want you to do it for 90 days because it typically takes anywhere between 30 and 45 days to kind of get rid of an old habit and then another 30 or 45 to replace it with a new one. So if you try this for that 90 day period, it's a good way to actually form a habit, something that will stick with you in the future. You can break it up however you want you could do 45 days this, 45 days that, but try implementing what we talk about in today's podcast and then spend the second half of that 90 day period seeing if it actually benefits your trading. All right, that's my challenge. Will you accept? Brennan says, Akil, um, any session recordings on journaling, either any sessions, recordings of journaling, either about three rising channels or journaling about emotions. I like to journal and try to figure out what I should capture. Yeah, yeah, we have done a lot of Q and A's on there on that, Brendan. Um any anything specific you're looking for? We we've done a bunch of Q and A's. I think recently we've done some on journaling emotions and, and, and stuff like that. Not we we don't have any specific on three rising candles. No, I, I haven't I, I don't think I've ever talked to you guys about that. It just it came up today. Um But yeah, I mean to keep things simple, you know, you journal how you feel before, during and after the trade. So when you're looking at a trade, right? How do you feel before it, right? Before the trade is in progress, right? While you're setting up your orders and entries. How do you feel during the trade? And then how do you feel after the trade is done? And if you have those three bits of information, you can help kind of identify your your points. So like if you are, you know, for example, if you are during the trade and you're feeling anxious, okay? Well, you know you're feeling anxious. Obviously, if you make a mistake, you can kind of trace it back to like, hey, I, I made this trading mistake because I was feeling anxious. But the main, the main thing you want to idea is why am I feeling anxious? Well, what were you doing that made you feel anxious during the trade? Well, I had my charts up and I was looking at it the whole time. Okay, so maybe removing the part where you had your charts up and you're looking at it the whole time, maybe that's what drove you to feel anxious. If you remove the thing, the action that you were doing that created the feeling or the emotion, that created the ultimate mistake. Now you've nipped it at the bud, right? If if you made a trading mistake, and you made if you made a trading mistake, and you made that trading mistake because you're feeling anxious. Well, the question is, why were you feeling anxious? And there could be different reasons for that. Your position size could be too big. The stock could be you know whatever like that. But let's just say in this particular scenario, the reason for you feeling anxious is because you were staring at your charts the whole time. Well, now you can reverse engineer that thing, right? If you made a mistake because you feel anxious and you felt anxious because you're staring at your charts during the trade, well, let's just go, let's just flip it upside down, right? My life got flipped it upside down, right? And let's go back. If we eliminate staring at the charts during the trade, maybe you don't feel as anxious. And if you don't feel as anxious, maybe you never made the trading mistake, right? So it's kind of like a reverse engineering. And again, that it's it's it takes a little bit to figure out what the mistakes are again? It could be, you know, too big of a position size. It could be, you know, trading before the rollover or, tra- or entering a trade late at night before you go to bed. That's something that used to get me. Like I used to go real crazy entering trades before I go to bed, and I'd think about it, and I'd wake up in the middle of the night and just do something dumb because I'm like, oh my gosh, well, the overnight session, anything can happen, right? But you want to journal those three areas. How do you feel before, during, and after? And if you can discover why you're feeling that way, that's the next part of the puzzle. And then once you discover why you're feeling that way, now you can start implementing solutions, um, whether it's lower position size, whether it's have a cutoff for when my last trade can be taken, whether it's don't look at charts or whether it's, you know, do blah, 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 blah. Or, you know, after trade stuff, if you feel like you're you're greedy, Right. This was the thing that I did with the music where I would play win or loss because I'd be uh, I'd be greedy and overconfident after win. I'd be fearful and, and revengeful after loss. So I knew if I can give myself a, a 10 minute disconnect, I can remove those emotions because all all what I noticed in my review was that most of my revenge trades or my greedy trades. Here's what I would do. Right. So I'd have a big win. Right. I'd have a big win and I'd be feeling myself, right? And then guess what I would do right after I'm feeling myself, like I'm the man, right? Three rising, hit it, profit, boom, I can't be stopped, baby. I'd enter another trade right away because I'd be, I'd be so like amped up and on adrenaline and emotion and feeling like invincible <laughs> that I would just enter another trade right away because I'm like, man, let's come on, let's double down, let's, let's put them chips back in the table. And then I would lose because it would be a, a stupid trade. Or vice versa, if I had a, a, a losing trade, if I, if I wasn't in like, if I, I'd either be in revenge mode, where I'd want to get it back right away, and I'd enter a trade right away and do dumb stuff, or I'd be in fearful mode. And, and both the fearful and revenge can come in both ways, right? I'd also be in fearful mode after win sometimes, because I'd be like, oh, I don't want to give my profit back, right? So they can come either way. But maybe I'd be in fearful mode where I'm like, well, I don't want to enter a trade because the last trade loss, and then that would be the winner. And I'd be like, ah, oh, I would have just covered for my losses. Darn it, Akil. So... A lot of my trading mistakes would come right after while, while I was still in that kind of emotional cloud cover. I, I, I guess you I guess you can say it's. It, I'll, I'll tell my wife about this the other day when um, we were watching the Super Bowl. When, when when you play sports, I don't know how many guys have ever played sports. And any 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 of you guys played sports at I guess any level and ever make like a a good play, <laughs> like know, in, in football specifically, like you make a good play, like you go out there, like you make a good play, you feel invincible, and like you hit someone, like it, it hurts, like because the guy got a stinger in the NFL where like his his shoulder went numb, or uh, no, he got his shoulder popped out. Um, Kelsey lowered his shoulder and his shoulder got dislocated, and I'm sitting here doing my PTSD because I got all these injuries from sports, and my wife's like, "What happened?" I'm like, "Well, his shoulder came out," and my, my my kids like, "What do you do?" I'm like, "You pop back in, it feels great." He's like, "What?" I'm like, yeah, like it hurts and you pop back in and it feels great. And the truth is, it doesn't feel great. It feels great at the time because you're, you're, you're pumped up on adrenaline. But then later on, it hurts like hell. Um, <laughs> it hurts like hell to get your shoulder dislocated. Like, trust me. Um, but you have that adrenaline for that moment where five minutes after the fact, like you're like, put me in, coach. It's the Super Bowl. I'm ready to go. So we, we deal with that same thing in trading. So what I do is or what I did was I, I would give myself a playlist. Where if I won, I would have a certain two songs I would play. If I lost, I have two songs that I would I play. And that goes back to my sports day, where, you know, specifically bad plays, my coach would ever always say, "Hey, you have five minutes to think about it, to be pissed off at yourself, and then I need you to reset." So I implemented that into my trading. Where it's like after I win or lose, I play these two songs. It's about five minutes, six minutes, whatever it may be, and then after that, I need to reset. And that helped me from making mistakes. In that emotional mistake, in that emotional, I guess, zone. Because I, I noticed that I did have that like five to ten minute zone where my shoulder came out. And I'm pumped up on adrenaline. I'm just doing dumb stuff, and then I look back and I'm like, why did I do that, Akhil? Um, so, identifying where those mistakes are coming from is um, is key. And, and if you if you just got to be honest with yourself. Like, that's the thing. You just got to be, you got to be honest. Yeah. I, that's what I do now. David says exercise helps contain adrenaline too. Yeah. David, the, the first thing I do when I, when I can is if you guys notice, it, like after the, after the live room's over, after my trading day is over, I hit the gym or I, I hop on the bike or I do a workout because it, it gives me, it gives me a disconnect. It gets me away from my charts and then I stop thinking about stuff, but it also, it allows me to get that adrenaline out. It gets that or, or anger. Like I, I did a bunch of boxing. We um, got a punching bag in the basement. Like bad trading days, shoot, hit the hell out that thing, right? I go, I, I just, I get it out of my system. And you know, my belief is this, right? My belief is that, you know, it's kind of like emotions, and I, and I, and I, and I love talking to Denise Scholl about this because she's the first one that kind of switched my mindset. For me, it's like I always think that, and this goes into deeper problems and makes sense in my earlier life. So. Without going too deep on today, let me lay on the couch real quick and, and tell you about my mom problems, but we won't. <laughs> when I was little, I, I didn't have a lot of anger problems, but I would have these angry explosions, right? Like I wasn't like a violent person or a mean kid, but like I would have these anger explosion, explosions because stuff would happen throughout time and I would always just suppress my emotions, right? I mean, I'm, I'm very emotionally neutral. I would never get happy. I would never get sad. I would just keep everything in and stuff that bothered me, I would keep it in. And you can only keep things in to a certain point. And then it'd be like one small thing that happens where it's like someone like trips on me by accident and it just happened to be like I'm at everything is at the at the the cusp and I just blow up and I yell and I scream and blah, blah, blah and get mad and curse a person out. And it's because I, I always tried to suppress these emotions. So trading was the same way where I was always taught, like trading, you got to be emotionalist, right? You can't have emotions in the market. So like when I would get angry at a losing trade, because let's be honest, we like we can get angry at losing trades. We're allowed to. I wouldn't allow myself to get angry at losing trades. I would allow myself to get happy at winning trades. I'd have to be like, no, you can't get happy. Emotional, emotional, robot, 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 right? You can't get happy. No, you can't get sad, right? You did all this analysis for like four weeks and the trade came and stops you out in four minutes. Don't get sad. Don't get sad. And I would keep it all inside of me. And I would do, I would, I'd be like, hey, Kiel, you're doing a great job. And then I would notice that it would just be one trade, right? One day where I guess I've just reached that point of not being able to contain it, where I just blow up and I make like 10 mistakes in one day, like stupid stuff. And it wasn't until speaking to Denise Shaw about it, who's maybe noticed that, hey, it, the job of humans is to have emotions. Like we have emotions. We're like, um... Kind of like a power power plant like nuclear power whatever like that where like you have to release some steam to keep everything going right so you can't just let it build up inside of you until it explodes because it's going to explode in a non-productive way so you have to find ways to release it but just not in the market so that's why i love what you said about exercise david where it's like when i'm if i'm having a rough day to five losses in a row right i don't want to be in front of my charts because I'm, I'm ready to i'm ready to boom but if I go to a gym, I hit a punching bag, I, I do, I do a, a, a 20 mile bike ride or, or whatever it is. You know, I, I usually listen to like music and stuff too, right? I get that out of my system and then I come back and I'm not full full to the brim and I no longer release it in the market. So that's been a massive help in my trading, just understanding kind of my release valve. Understanding that I have to, I have to have a release in the market or else it will be released in the market. And I'll be relieved of my trading duties. (laughs) Margin call, right? Hope you enjoyed the episode. Hey, seriously, take that 90 day challenge and do me a favor keep me updated on what you're doing or how the results have been. You can leave it as a message below this podcast. You can hit me up on, uh, on Instagram, right at Akil Stokes R T M, shoot me a DM. I love to hear what you guys are up to. I love to hear if this is something that actually improves your trading. And I'd love to do a follow-up episode on this same subject with some pretty cool success stories. So shoot me a message. You can do it under the Spotify for podcasters, little Q&A thing as well. And until next time, plan your trade, judge your plan. Take care.